because it seems like it's uh, it's just negative. But hopefully it won't be today. But let's go to Exodus chapter 15, and we're going to read verses 22 and 23, and uh, and then I'll then I'll venture out and give my title. I hope you don't take it wrong. Amen. Verse 22. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur. And I'm sure everybody knows exactly where that is. And they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. Verse 23, And when they came to Marah, they could not drink of the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore the name of it was called Marah. Amen. My title today is Bitter Disappointment. And please don't take that as negative because bitter disappointment is what every, this is just being honest, it's what every single one of us, that's what we meet head on between our deliverance out of the Egyptian bondage, which is the world, and our promised land, bitterness, disappointment, even defeat, hurt feelings, all that's what you're going to run head on into, just like a brick wall, before you get to the land of milk and honey. Can I hear an amen? And I feel like God might have something here for somebody in this place. Amen. Why don't we put our Bibles down, clap our hands one more time to the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. After you smile at a couple people, smile at a couple people, then you can be seated. Just help me check out. Anybody that don't smile, don't let them be seated. They say, hey, no, no, you can't. <laughs> Send an usher back. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Arriving at Mara was a bitter disappointment to the Israelites. You remember who the Israelites were? They were God's people. God's, oh, how dare the, him cause them to stub their toe or hinder them. Listen, before I jump ahead of myself, by the way, Brother Johnson, excellent lesson on the body of Christ, members today in Sunday school. If you miss Sunday school, I'm not sure if that's been recorded or not, but pick it up. Just good, good things. It's amazing how we, especially here in, in our society, everybody's an individual, and they're just proud of it. Don't you know what the Scripture says? No, you're not all by yourself in this. But, but, but that's, that shows our ignorance of the Word of the Lord when we start. I'm, I'm all by I'm independent. It's, in, it's, it's uh, really popular now, Brother Thompson, to be independent. Right. Even churches, whole church. Well, we're an independent church. Oh, really? What about the rest of the body? Which one? Are you the big toe or what out there? I'd rather get with the body. But here's what it requires. Here's why people don't want to do it. It requires submission. And men, I'm the head of my house. But guess what? You know, I went into this thing not really knowing what I was. My wife knew so much more about marriage and, and relationships than I did. You know, and she taught me really well. But I went in thinking I'm the... You know, and I remember telling my older brother one time, I'm the head of my house. I make the decision. And he wouldn't even talk to me about it. He just looked over and he said, you'll learn. <laughs> kept walking. Just kept walking. You'll learn. And I did learn. 
and I learned how to submit. Somebody thinks just the wife submits. She's the weaker of that. No, no, no. No, if you're a good leader and if you're smart, whether you're a male or a female, you're going to recognize some things like, oh, you know what, it would be better off if I just like, you know, did it her way. You learn these things as you go. But that's why people want to be independent. They don't understand that. That's why marriages break apart and relationships fall apart. Amen. I, you know, a best friend, being a best friend with somebody is learning how to tolerate all of their shortcomings and overlook things. Please don't get the magnifying glass out on me. You're going to find out I'm human real quick. Sorry. Don't have wings back here, all right? Amen. Let me point out. This, this severe test of Israel here that, they, that, that we read about, it, it, it came upon them just three days. This is maybe more of a teaching than it than will be a preaching. I'm not really sure. Maybe we'll call it preaching today, but, 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 I, but I think it's important that we get this. Three days after a, this tremendous victory, God had opened a way through the Red Sea for his people. Amen, what a miracle he did. And then he slammed it shut again when the army of Egypt tried to cross. He blessed them. He delivered them. As a result of that powerful demonstration of God's power, Miriam, Amen. She got out the tambourine and the, and the timbrels and, and this is Aaron's sister and she began to dance, that victory dance. And all the women and all the, the ladies began <coughs> to dance with it. Who wouldn't dance when that happened? But that's what they did. And now just three days journey from all of that victory, we find ourselves at a place of bitter disappointment. In order for us to really understand what God is trying to get across to us here in this little passage of Scripture, we have to, you know, have some idea of what the Israelites were thinking. We had to get, we have to get into their mind and get the, their concept of things, how they viewed the whole situation. Listen, they felt they were supposed to go directly into the promised land without ever encountering an adversity. Now, that may seem strange to you, like, wow, what kind of... But I'm, I'm scared and I'm afraid that this is the thinking of so many of God's people today. Just because they're God's people, they should never once be tested or tried I know, I'm stressing this right now. Somebody needs to hear this. Wasn't it Peter said, think it not strange when the fiery trials come upon you? Peter was saying, it's just the way it is. This is what happens. Things are going to happen to you. <clears throat> There's going to be stumbling blocks. Amen. The problem is, Egypt has had us so long that we think like Egyptians. We've been in the world. We've been in bondage so long. Amen. Egypt has taught us what to believe. Now, you know what? We, it's amazing how people want to be spiritual. Listen, just because you say you're spiritual, that doesn't mean you're spiritual. That means that doesn't mean you have any. I have people who, well, you know, I have these gifts, you know, and I, I, I'm spiritual. That doesn't mean people just because you say it. I'm wondering how many people, you know, are, they think that they're spiritual. 
They don't have a clue. A lot of signs. I won't bring them out right now. A lot of signs to tell that. You're like, ooh. <laughs> oh, spiritual? <laughs> but it's kind of like, oh, look at me. You know, look, who, look how powerful I am. Hey, man, I got to be careful. Praise God. Well, you know, touch things. Who, who's getting the glory for that? That's what we ought to. Who's getting the honor? Hallelujah. Egypt with its slave mentality of fear and insecurity and pain. Listen, this is one of the reasons we need to be tried. It's just, let me say that again. This is one of the reasons that we need to be tried. This is why the bottom needs to fall out from under us. This is why somebody needs to snatch the rug out from under us. This is why somebody needs to be rude to us, everyone. Who do we think we are? This is why somebody needs to go against us and not see it our way and not do. You ever go, you ever, listen, I'm not, I'm not going to name names. I, I, some of you would start knowing who I was talking about, even just telling the story. You know, there's some people, you know, that you can be around and say, you know, we're going to go grab a bite to eat. What are you going to, what are you going to, what do you want to eat? You know, like most good Christians, you know, and I'm, I'm not against being picky. I just was raised poor. We just had nothing. My grandkids, they're here today, love them dearly. But, you know, we just have to be careful what we fix. They don't eat certain things. I'm kind of like the, I make the joke, nobody laughs about it. I'm like the, 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 you know, the comedian said, you know, he, he feed them, them dogs. Now down home, they got, they got hound dogs, they got deer dogs and rabbit dogs. Keep them in a pen all year, feed them all year. And the cheap way to do that, the guy suggested, feed them, feed them old leftover turnip greens. Put put them in that put them in that pen. The guy guy finally came to his buddy and said, "Man, my dogs they just they just won't eat them turnip greens. Just won't eat them." He said, "Oh, they just leave them in there a while. They'll leave them a few more days. They'll eat them." You get hungry enough, <laughs> you eat just about anything. But we're kind of we're kind of spoiled. But you know, you have people. You know that they all got to be different. I know it's the day we live in, and I'm dating myself. Brother Green, you cook a pot of beans or a pot of peas and, you know, cornbread and a glass of iced tea and you know, just about anything you want. That's my problem. I eat just about anything and enjoy it. You got folks who's always going to be different. Oh, no, I don't want to do it. And anything, not just food, but anything that you want to do, you're going to have some leadership. Listen to me closely. Any, if you're trying to lead, you're going to have one in the crowd that don't like the direction you're going in. They don't like what you're doing. They, I don't know. It's a, listen, let me tell you something. If somebody gets up on the wrong side of the bed one day, let me just qualify this and help somebody out that maybe did that today. And I know, so I'm not picking on you. All right? I have nobody in mind. All right? I'm just preaching and, and what I feel like I need to say here. Listen, if you get up one day and you're, you're, just, you know, you're just feeling bad and you're snappy and you just don't want to get along, that's okay. But the danger in that is making a habit of that. It's like Brother Cornwell said, it's okay to be carnal. You know, just make sure you don't stay carnal too long. We're all human, that's why. And so if there's somebody, you know, they're like, well, you know, we'll just give them some slack. But if folks just keep on doing that, if they're always the one, it's like, it's like if Sue got a problem with Joe and Sue got a problem with Jim and Sue got a problem with Bill, guess what? Sue is the problem. Not you, Sue. <laughs> you ain't nobody's problem. <laughs> 
That's the, you just learn that after a while. Amen. But we learned that in Egypt. And then with first bitter experience we come across, then we're like, what in the world? No, it's just what happens. It's just the way it works. Amen. And I want to bring some things out here. Scripture tells us from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. It's going to, if it's in there, it's going to come out. If you have anger hidden in your heart, let me tell you what will bring that out. Just a little bit of pain. You ever see somebody hit their thumb, stub their toe? bump their shins real hard and stuff come out. You can say, oh my God, I didn't know all that was in there. Woo! Came out like, oh, everything. As long as everything's going smooth and good and your way, you're all smiles. That's the way we all are to a degree. But you let the pain get on you and the, and the pressure come down. What in the, and maybe you should, we should just ask the question, what's coming out of you right now? What kind of an attitude? What kind of a spirit? Amen. The Israelites expected just to walk, waltz right on into the promised land without any delay or without any trial. That's what they were thinking. That's why the next verse or right in that same verse or right in that same passage, they begin to murmur and complain. And guess what? They murmured about what they could see. They couldn't see God, so they just murmured against their leader. That's how it always goes. Amen. Problem, their thinking was not right. They needed to put on the helmet of salvation. And I'm teaching some good teaching right now. Amen. Somebody needs to get this. Amen. Amen. L listen, this is a product of not thinking right. Exodus 15 and 24. Let's watch this. Here it is. And the people murmured against Moses saying, What shall we drink? And he cried unto the Lord. And the Lord showed him a tree. Boy, there's a lot of teaching and preaching right there. I don't have time to do it. Amen. Which when he had cast into the waters, the waters were made sweet. Moses cried unto the Lord. Thank God for a leader, a preacher, a pastor, somebody who knows how to pray, a prayer warrior. Amen. Listen, listen. Crying about the Lord just point this out to somebody, is not the same as crying unto the Lord. They were crying about the Lord. Amen. But Moses decided to cry unto the Lord. Taking your bitter experiences to the Lord in prayer keeps the bitterness on the outside. Amen. This gives God the opportunity to do some things when we begin to, when we submit and begin to weep unto him and cry unto him. Amen. Gives God the opportunity to readjust our thinking. And we also allow him to readjust our expectations. What are you expecting God to do? Amen. The Bible said there will be joy all along the way. It didn't say all the way. Is that what it said? Am I misquoting that? There will be joy all along the way. That means there's going to be some bitter waters of Mara that you can't drink. There's going to be some rough times and tough times. And the test is how you're going to, it's not the test itself, it's how you respond to it. How are you going to react when, when the screws get down real tight on you? Amen. Listen, if you don't have peace and happiness, if everyone, listen, this is, a, this is a good thought for us right here. If everyone around you met your expectations, 
If everybody around you pleased you in every way, I hate to break this to you, amen, you still would not be happy. Why? Because happiness doesn't come from other people. Will somebody please get this? Peace and joy doesn't come from other folks' performance. What they do or don't do. What they say or do not say. How they say it. Somebody, I'm giving this some time. If I could just ever get this one to do right, and I could ever get Brother Green to behave, and if Brother Thompson would just act right, and, you know, oh, I just, no, 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 that's not where peace and joy comes. Listen, and on the other hand, when you realize your source of peace and joy and happiness, they can do whatever they want to, whenever they want to, however they want to, they can say it any way they want to, I'll still be happy. Listen, folks, this is key. This is the key for some of us right now. We're wrestling in this room. I don't know who you are. Amen. But, but, but we're, we're struggling with this and with that. Oh, we don't, we, listen, look to the source. Listen, let me talk about that tree. That, you know, we got bitter water here. We got, we got trouble here. We got things that are not right. We can't drink. If you can't drink, you can't live. But when Moses cried to the Lord, he showed him a tree. You know what? I know about another tree. A cross was built out of that tree. They preached to us as kids, struggling, new converts, trying to quit smoking, trying to quit cussing, trying to change my lifestyle to be a better witness. Struggles, battles, struggles in the little church with other folks. We didn't understand, and we, we, we didn't understand a lot more than we did understand. But you know what the key was? Get close to the cross. Get close to that tree. You get that tree, amen, and you throw it over in the bitter waters. An old bloody wooden tree that our Savior died on. You get that in the mix. I think we forgot something. You know, again, we think it's about us. That's a big problem. Oh, Sister Thompson, thank you. Amen for that. Make a list of things we need to do this year and we need to start right away for other people, for somebody else. Oh, what a way to get a blessing. The way to kick down the door of opposition. The way to run, amen, all kinds of bad attitudes and spirits out of our house. We're going to show you, devil. We're just going to do some good to some other folks. We're just going to say something good and bless somebody else. I just feel like what God's going to do right now, talking about kicking the door open, I feel like with, a, with something like that, if we put that into action, we talk a big talk. Amen. But we put that into action, get it on paper. Amen. I feel like God Almighty will kick the door down. Amen. That's in our way. Amen. Tear down the wall of separation that keeps us separated from where we are and where we need to be. Anybody believe that God can help us? Anybody believe there's too, anything too hard for God? Come on, name it. I'd like to hear it. I'd like to know what it is. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Our joy, our peace, our strength, our power doesn't come from people. Amen. It comes from God. But please allow me to point out, amen, what is, what is really happening in some of our lives. Amen. We are growing and we are maturing and it's painful. <laughs> Take that pain. You know, we used to tell about a, somebody did this here. Amen. Paul talked about crucifying this old man. Uh, Brother John, we talked about this in our letter. Cru crucify this, this, this flesh is what that means. Our flesh, see there's flesh and then there's spirit. Paul said there's a war going on in my members. What I want to do, I can't do or I don't do. And what I don't want to do, I'm doing. He, he, Paul was struggling. That's what he was talking about, the war. There's, there's a spirit of the Lord involved in this. And so he said, you got to crucify. you got to kill this flesh. Think about crucifying yourself. Think about it just a minute. This is a reality. Have you ever tried to put yourself up on a cross? That's what crucifixion is. That's what they did to Jesus. You know, they nailed nails in his feet. Now, here's what you could do with this. You could, you could get yourself up there, and you could get your feet right, and probably you could get down and get a, you might could get a nail in there. And that, that's, I mean, I know that's kind of crude and ugly, but, but that, that's what crucifixion is. Bloody, gory, ugly. Amen. You could even get the, you know, you could get the cat of nine tails and you could bloody your back up and you could get your crown. You could do quite a bit, but you can't completely do the job yourself. Amen. Can't do it. Guess what? Amen. You know, but Bobby, you could get, you could even get this hand up after you get yourself all bloodied and get your knee. You could get yourself up there maybe and get the hammer. You could nail that hand in. Right. Now, now, what you gonna do now about this hand? Right. You know what God did? God gave you brothers and sisters around to do the other hand for you. You got, you got folk right around. <laughs> they don't mean to. Some good brother, some good sister, some leader that won't behave and won't treat you right and won't do it your way. And just nail your hide right up. They'll help you. So here you are. You just accomplished. You can't do it by yourself. But you got it done with the help of the church. Oh, I thought the church was supposed to encourage there's encouraging messages. There's uplifting times, but we get overbalanced. You know, I keep telling you about the lady that comes here and she says, Pastor, I feel worse when I leave your church than I do when I get there. <laughs> She's got a wrong concept. She thinks I'm supposed to stroke her. The pastor's supposed to just be the nice guy to stand up here and agree with everything. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> And some of us may have a little touch of that. We need to get roughed up a little bit sometimes. We need to be challenged. Come on, we can do better than this. You're doing good. Yes, you're, you're coming along. I'm not going to just browbeat you. Amen. But we can do better. We can win a few more souls. Brother Johnson, we can teach some more Bible studies. There's a lost world out there. There's folks that need help. That needs to go on that list. I got to teach somebody a Bible study. I got to bless them with this. I got to cook them a cake or something. I got to buy a meal for them. I got to bless somebody. Yeah, amen. Give God an opportunity. Amen. 
amen, to help get me crucified, and it is painful. Whatever it is that you're facing today, God has already paid the price. He's made a way for you to come through this. You've got to get this and all of this negative stuff that I'm saying here. I, I, I'm, I'm hitting somebody pretty good around here. Amen. But he did not shed his precious blood for a bunch of losers. He did not go through the pain of the scourging for you to stay sick. Amen. The tomb is empty and we don't have to remain powerless. Amen. We're victorious people. Amen. Listen, I don't believe that there's even one soul in this church who doesn't have at least mustard seed faith. Not a one of us, somebody here, the, the, the least, amen, among us has enough faith. You, you made it to church today. You had enough to get you here. Amen. Amen. And that's enough to move a mountain. We, we, we have no reason, amen, to look like we've been eating persimmons. We have no reason to bow our head, and that's just for prayer. As long as we have faith, all things are possible. Amen. Don't you dare give up. Amen. With all the power, with all the promises. Amen. Israel left the bitter waters of Marah. And they traveled to, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to close with this little story here, but they traveled to another dry place. It seemed like God had a habit. Watch this, 17 and 1. You got to get this. I want you to get some meat, amen, on the bones here. And all the congregation of the children of Israel journeyed from the wilderness of sin. That's pretty, pretty you know, obvious where that was. Amen. After their journeys according to the commandment of the Lord and pitched in Rephidim, and there was no water for the people to drink. Israel was in a dry place, but it didn't matter because God had led them there. Again, our thinking has to be proper here. Amen. If we are in a bitter situation or a dry one, by faith we can claim the provisions and the protection of God Almighty. Let's, let's look at that again. Let's look at that scripture again. And all the congregation of Israel, children of Israel journeyed from the wilderness of sin. Watch this. After the journeys, and look at this little part right here. According to the commandment of the Lord. That's the part that we need to highlight. That's the part. Are, are we in God's will or not? Did God commission us to do what we're doing and be where we are? If he did it, then, you know, then it's back on him again. But see, we take this upon ourselves. I'm just going through a horrible, I'm just, just bad, everything's ugly. Amen. We're in this lion's den. No, 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 no. No, it's all God's doing. And while you're at it, amen. God, I could use a little more joy. Please remember, our joy and our peace is simply a byproduct of our faith. I'm going to hit this and I, I apologize. I'm going to get on one other little thing here. I got I to bring out one other thing. Amen. So we're revealing to everybody how little faith we have 
in our tests when we don't have any joy and we don't have any peace. Hallelujah. If you're worried sick over some situation that you can't control, where's your faith? There is a situation in 2 Samuel 16. Read it for years, Brother Green. Uh, it's about King David that it stood out for me for years. But until now, I, I, I've, I've not known really how to apply it to anything. But I, but I, I do now. I, I feel like it's a really, really good, good way to apply this, to help you. All right? Everybody say, look over at your neighbor and say, Bishop, trying to help us. All right, because if you don't if you don't tell some people, they think I'm out to get them. Well, he's on my case. <laughs> this this story right here, whoo, it's powerful. And like I said, I it, it caught my attention, but I didn't really know how to apply it. Amen. David was during this time he was still the lawful king, but his sin had cost him the respect of the people. This is why some of you, you don't understand standards. You don't understand moving up a notch and doing things better. Because, oh, we're, we're saved by the grace of God. We sure are. But your neighbor is watching you. <laughs> and you are left here to be a witness. And so we need to move up a notch. We, need, we can do a little better. We can live a little holier and separated from the world. All right? Amen. So, so here's David in this predicament. And uh, his son Absalom had won the hearts of the people. And you have to read that whole story to get it. It was a very political and, and horrible situation. And, and, of course, Absalom was attempting to overthrow his father. And as David was leaving or fleeing from Jerusalem, uh, he was surrounded by his bodyguards, his generals, and um, an unknown Jew by the name of Shimei. You all know the story. I'm going to read a little bit of it here. Followed along and began, listen to this, I'm going slow for a purpose. Amen. Followed along on the hillside and began to curse David. Cursing him. Amen. The curses were loud. The curses were long. And to make matters worse, Shammai started throwing rocks at his king. Now, you, we don't understand this too much. Maybe, maybe we're just kind of, listen, a king... You know, they did whatever they wanted to do. At the spur of the moment, off the cuff, they could do things. This guy, he was either really, really angry or crazy or both. Something, you know, he, he didn't care. I wouldn't want to have gotten in a fight with this guy. Amen. But he, he would began to throw rocks and throw dust in the air. And, and, and so what do you do when you have the power to respond to this kind of a childish trash that was going on here. And that's exactly the word, the, the best word I know to use, childish. People who, 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 you know, they're moody. They change at the drop of a hat when things, if you don't eat at their restaurant, if you don't do it like they like it done. This is what this represents. Amen. And, and you know, uh, that's what one of David's generals suggested. He said, why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? He said, let me go over now and cut off his head, 2 Kings 16 and 9. And David said to Abishai, 
and all his servants, Behold, my son, which came forth of my bowels, seeking my life. How much more now may this Benjamin, Benjamite do it? And watch what David said. Leaders, again, listen to me. Amen. Let him alone and let him curse. Let him criticize. Let him bellyache. Let him grumble. Let him murmur. Let him go. Hallelujah. He said, for the Lord hath bidden him. Now, I said all that to say this. Amen. Listen, we as God's people, we need to get a David spirit because while everybody looked at this and saw how childish it was and how ridiculous it was and how we ought to just, you know, we ought to just shut him down. And I've, I've, I've often thought a lot of people, a good slapping would just take care of that. They ain't never been slapped just right. That helped. You know, no, 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 no. David accepted this irritation as from God. Did you get the scripture? Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Hallelujah. Listen, when I start complaining about somebody else, and I, I have a habit, I could, I'm as human as the next guy. I'm like, what are they doing? You know, and I start, then the next thing, thought that comes, if it's the Holy Ghost, if I let the Holy Ghost anywhere near, the Holy Ghost shows me a little picture of my own faults and my own shortcomings. And so I just back off. Like, well, you know what? I don't want to false judge this person and I don't want to prejudge them. Listen, listen, you know, hey, just, hey, God will take care of it. Hallelujah. Amen. I hope a David spirit gets on of us. Amen. Every one of us in this church. I, I'm telling us how we're going to get through these little foxes and little situations that control us, amen, and keep us in the valley of despair. This is how we win, folks. This is how we accept criticism. We do it as from the Lord. You know, we're going to get in this big battle if we think it's always the devil. Oh, the devil, I'm going to just go on a one-day fast and, that's about how we do it sometimes. I'm going to fast breakfast and, and then I'm going to bombard heaven. We're going to get victory over this. No, 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 no. No, you accept it. Amen. We accept delays as from God. Let's stand together. Sister Melissa's coming right now or somebody's coming. Help me out here. Amen. Are you all hearing what I'm saying? Amen. You've got bitter waters that God's going to lead. I said God's going to lead you there. Right after you're shouting here on Sunday. And everybody's feeling the Holy Ghost. And I stopped it because I wanted to preach this to you. Then, then God leads you to another place. And there's no water there. But the, the scripture is very plain that it was God's doing. And he brought them there. And now we got this guy, Shammai, that comes out throwing dust and rocks and cursing the king. And they said, let us take his head. Oh, hey, wait, no, no, no. No, th this is God. That's how David took it. That's how he got through this. And that's how you're going to get through it. I'm just going through it, but that's God's doing. God took down the hedge, amen, for the devil to get through to his main man, Job. Have you considered my servant? Yeah, but you got a hedge. I'll take the hedge down. This is God's doing, folks. This and Job's wife said, you need to curse God and die. You done lost all your kids. You done lost all your money. 
Your health is gone now. You ought to just curse God. No, 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 no. You speak like one of those foolish women. I'm not turning against my pastor. I'm not turning against my church. I'm not turning against my leadership. I'm going to believe in you and trust in you. I'm going to hang in there. I'm going to watch your back. Why are you doing that? Because I think in this worst test, this worst trial, amen, I think God's got his hand in this. Amen. We accept interruptions as from God. We accept hurts as from God. And we allow God to do what he pleases with the person who offends us. Jesus is the perfect example. Always go back to that. The world, I'll end with this. The world was not stunned by his death. People got crucified all the time. It was their mode of capital punishment when they beat him and hung him on a cross and did all that they did to him. They were not stunned by his death. But it was stunned by his response to all of that. So when you go through your test, nobody's not a big deal. You're not the only one that ever been disagreed with. You're not the only one that didn't get your way. So how are you going to, so nobody's going to worry about that too much. Nobody's going to bring gifts to your pity party. Oh, happy pity party to you. Here's a gift. No, nobody does that. <laughs> Hallelujah. So don't have one. I'm not coming. Amen. But because the world is looking and watching and the person that you've been witnessing to that you don't even know about, they're watching your response to your trouble and to your pain. Oh, and that's powerful. I said, that's powerful. Could we get a hold of that? Amen. I need to put some stuff on my list. Sister Thompson, I need to put some stuff on my list. I've been worried about me too long. I've been trying to make me comfortable and make me happy and make me feel good. No, 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 no. No, I need to, I need to make somebody else feel good. I need to give. Hallelujah. That's it. Come on, let's, let's just give him praise. I'm done. I'm done. Hallelujah. Well, I'm just going to start right now. One of the things I'm going to put on my list, I need to go to the altar every service. I don't know what y'all want to do, but I'm just going to come down to the altar. Hallelujah. I can't be, you know, preaching to you about praying and shouting and repenting and I can't unless I do it myself amen I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be at the altar I'm going to try to be a better person hallelujah join me if you'd like thank you Jesus Self away. 
you put your hand over on somebody else amen amen let's just release our faith to one one to another amen just join with somebody hallelujah amen let's start giving right now start giving right now hallelujah thank you lord thank you lord bless my brother jesus name you know every need every weakness hallelujah we need your power God, we're so unlike you, Lord. We're so carnal, Lord. We're so undone. We need help today. We invite your presence. We need your blessings. We need your strength. We need guidance from you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless every person in this place. Bless every marriage, every relationship, God. Without you, we can do nothing. Hallelujah, God, but with you, all things are possible. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. 
Come on, hallelujah. Feel his presence right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Why don't we give him some praise right now? Why don't we give him some thanksgiving? Come on, by faith. Thank you, Jesus. By faith. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. I give myself. I give myself to have this fault we all do we're trained and we're taught to be positive to get out of the pit and out of the valley and and there's that's good that's good but but we get a little overbalanced with the positive and and we just think it's really strange when we hit the valley but I, but the whole bible is one hard knock and one hardship and one valley after another so to balance this thing out so we won't be so frustrated all the time. You say, you know what? It's just, you know, every, the, all Israel, you know, God delivered them, led them right to one bitter, dry hardship after another. But what he did in that, he demonstrated his power to get them out of that and to change the situation. When we see that, then, then we're encouraged. But it's too many good believing Christians that are discouraged. And so put your chin up. It's not about us. It's about his power, his authority, his help, his goodness. Amen. With every trial, with every test, God has made a way of escape. Hallelujah. Let me tell you what God will do. There may be a giant standing in your way right now. You, Whatever situation, it can just be huge. A giant standing right in your way. But God might call a boy that nobody recognizes being anybody. And he'll take his slingshot and take care of the giant for you. God can do whatever he wants. You know, just, just believe God and keep walking. Keep trusting. Keep showing up. Amen. And God's going to help do some things in your life and in this church. And I'm happy that you're a part of this church. I'm delighted to be your pastor. Amen. Can't wait to see what God's going to do this year in your life. But it all depends on how you respond to those bitter disappointments. Did you hear me? It's not dependent on whether God's powerful enough. Or, uh, uh, no, it's dependent on how you react and respond to those tests you're going in.
Keep a good spirit. Put a smile on your face. Amen. It increases your face value. <laughs> Hallelujah. And it's better for you to be, to, I mean, it's better for me to be around you when you're smiling. I don't want to be around no moody person. I got it. You feel bad. You're having a bad day. I got it. <laughs> don't take long to get it. Hallelujah. It's just me. No, 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 no. You affect the whole room. You affect the wife, the husband, the kids. You believe that? Listen, listen, a good positive attitude comes, it, it, it makes people up. But, but by the same token, you walk in a room, you had a horrible, ugly day, you got all your feelings out on your shoulders. It just makes everybody in the room miserable. Got to watch out what we say. We got to watch out. We got to be careful. Well, guess what? I ain't doing that. I'm not too good at doing that. <laughs> you gathered by now. Hallelujah. God bless you. Love this spirit that I'm feeling. We are making progress. We are making progress. Amen. Let's fight the devil. We're going to win. We've been promised victory. God bless you. Shake hands. Be friendly. Amen. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Have a great afternoon. Jesus' name.